Hey everybody, it's Dan Swartout, the host of CBuzz, and I am here with our producer, Delara Casey. And Delara, I know you have a few things to say to everybody out there. Hey Dan, yeah, thanks. Well, first of all, I want to thank everybody for all their feedback they've been giving us on CBuzz. It's been tremendous, wouldn't you agree? It has been a five-star experience. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> exactly. And with that said, if you feel like you love CBuzz, I'm not asking for any money. We're not going to be the podcast that asks people to make donations, but just take a minute on iTunes and drop us a five-star rating and review, and we would be forever grateful. That's the fuel we need to keep this podcast going. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But also, uh, if you love CBuzz, we found another podcast that we think everyone else would really like to. It's called Smart People Should Build Things. Oh, that's a cool podcast. I yeah. like that. Yeah. And they've got a really similar format to us. They take a, an entrepreneur, sit down and have a really cool interview with them and get some information um, on how they got their business started. So they're based out of New York City. We wanted to give a shout out to them, um, make sure everyone gives it a listen. And we actually have a snippet from one of the podcasts that they recently recorded featuring Olga Vidasheva. She's the founder of Shoptiques. She was born in Kyrgyzstan and moved to the U.S. and attended Wellesley College. Um, so her story is kind of like that quintessential American dream. Right, she, right. She learned English um, while working at a Japanese restaurant and maybe not American dream, more of an aspiring American dream. She was a model for a little while. So she's got a really cool story to tell. Uh-huh. Um, and then she went to Harvard Business School. And that's when she discovered her. This, is, this story just keeps <laughs> getting cool. I know, I know. Um, so she discovered her passion for boutiques, saw an opportunity to start um, a small, small clothing stores, help them develop a digital presence. So she decided to start this this company called Shoptique. So it's kind of like a boutique's version of Etsy, I guess, to kind of put it in perspective. Um, it launched with 24 stores, and now it represents thousands of boutiques across the globe. Wow. It's huge. So we have this little snippet, this little couple-minute tidbit from Smart People Should Build Things featuring Olga Vidasheva. So we urge you guys to give it a listen. Here you go. So when I was working at Goldman, I was on, working on one of the deals where I had to do some sort of operational stuff. Um, in addition, like preparing them for a deal that they're working on. And so as part of that, I got to work as a management team of the company a lot, uh, thinking about how do they should they position themselves? How should they do financials? So usually at a typical investment bank, you're just advising, right? Like you're either advising on the merger or the financing. Uh, here I actually got to do like the operational stuff. And I uh, realized just how much I love it because you got to actually do it and see the impact right away. Um, and I just realized that uh, for some people, it's right to advise and then kind of let go. I really loved it to see things through and was really upset if we did a deal or merge and I didn't get to see the implementation through. Oh, how did it work out? Did it actually happen the way we wanted it to happen? Um, so I realized that operations had to be something that I was going to do with my life. Um, when I was at Wellesley, actually, I... Um, I wrote a thesis on real estate and I almost went into real estate development because I wanted to see like buildings built um, and and really kind of tangible thing, right, be created. Uh, and that's why I also went into GB, HBS and, and realized that advising is amazing and it's the right kind of person that needs to be able to do that. But to me, it's also about building that, building a company, building a department, building out somebody as a person and mentoring them. Um, and that's what I was missing there. And, um, you know, maybe one day I'll go back to finance and, and advise in one way or another. And I'm advising my teammates and, and people that I work with, but I still want to be able to build something and say, you know what, that sleepless nights that I took, oh, now there's a company and there are 45 people that are working there and I 
impacting their lives and their kids' lives and their friends and all that stuff. So when you went to HBS, was there any, did you, I mean, you're saying you want to be more operationally involved, but could that have been for another company? Like, were you going in saying, I want to walk out of here and I want to be an entrepreneur? No, I'm not the kind of person like that, actually. So um, I think entrepreneurship was a surprise to me. Like, I wasn't the person, I was a leader, right? Like, I would organize things in my neighborhood and um, I was five years old and I organized this big um, mermaid performance and my family was (laughs) laughing because there's 15 year olds who were doing performance for a five year old. Uh, So it was quite funny, but I wasn't an entrepreneur in a sense that, you know, I had a lemonade stand when I was a kid. Um, And so it was a surprise to me that I went and, and did this, but I think it was driven by the fact that this didn't exist. So when I was at um, at HBS, and I was already very passionate about boutique shopping, every time I would travel at Goldman, I would stumble upon a local store and I would bring something back and people would be like, oh my God, this is incredible. Where did you get it? I want this as well. Um, and I would give them the name of the store and they would call the store and they'd be like, sorry, we don't ship from France to U- US or uh, we don't have online presence, you can't see our selection, whatever. So I was already personally involved in this whole space. And at the time, so it was 2010, Google launched something called boutiques.com. And I was so passionate about the space. I was like, I'm going to go work for Google. Like, they clearly believe the market is huge. And they, you know, shut down that initiative because they couldn't execute on it because Google is amazing at technology, but weren't going to go and do photography and uh, sales and all the things that we are good at, you know. Um, And I realized that I had to start it because I'm just going to regret not doing it. Because I was like, okay, this has to exist. Like, if you look at the space, there was already Etsy who was working with local artisans. There was already net a that was working with big brands. Why was nobody working with the small retailers? And why weren't they online, right? 40% of transactions ha- happen offline, happen at small stores. So it's a huge market, but why was nobody doing it? You know, and it kind of like kept bugging me. And so as a senior project, my second year project at the GBS, I just wanted to study it. And by the end of the project, uh, by the end of the year, um, I tried to convince myself the whole year not to do it, <laughs> but I just realized how big the market was, and I was like, okay, I will never stumble upon another market that's so big, growing so fast, um, that I can actually understand and make impact in, you know? And so it was kind of a no-brainer at the time. I had to explore it, and I had to see what's up. Hey, everybody. It's Delara and Dan again from Seabus. How you doing, Dan? Good, good. man. That was a good, uh, that was that was really cool. I'm so glad we got to hear that snippet from that podcast. Yeah. There. Smart people should build things. Exactly. So we want to uh, urge everyone, make sure you check it out on iTunes uh, if you want to listen to more great stories that they have to share. And um, again, this episode, if you want to listen to it in its entirety, Smart People Should Build Things featuring Olga Vidasheva from Shopteeks. What an amazing story. Yeah, cool. So on behalf of Dan, Mark, and the rest of the crew here at Seabus, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, everybody.